Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Brian Baldinger doesn't just like football. He loves football. Like, this is a party. Taking a Pro Bowl nose tackle and drilling him into the ground so that he can taste the grass seed at Lambeau Field. You know what? I, I, I've, I've actually replaced my uh, like. We'll, we'll play some soft instrumental music at night. I don't know if you guys do like white noise apps or anything. I, I, I just roll a fan. A fan. Face. I've replaced all those things with just Brian Baldinger talking about football. This is great. I don't oh, sleep sure at all. Wife, I'm, I'm sure just, the wife loves it too. Yeah, Baldy, she, Baldy noise. She does love Brian Baldinger. This is Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff. We appreciate. Uh, we we've we've started posting more things on Instagram lately, so we appreciate those of you who have jumped on board. Score North Instagram, just S-K-O-R North Instagram. You can also follow at Phil Mackey, at Jay Zolgad, and at the underscore Dexter on Instagram as well. It's a four-question Friday here. We're going to get to four questions, including Mike Zimmer's comments on Kirk Cousins, which are a little bit different in tone than previously, but how are you hydrating yourself for the big game on Sunday, Declan. Oh, I am hydrating with Corona hard seltzers. I now have two 12-packs in the fridge. I am ready to go. I'm going to hunker down in this cold. I'm not leaving the house. It's going to be a Corona hard seltzer Super Bowl party at Casa de Declan Goff. Put a couple outside and freeze them. The liquor yeah. store run is done? Some slushies. No, you know, no Friday run? No, they're, 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 oh, there will still be a Friday run involved. Um but but not of Corona Hard Seltzers. I am fully stocked on my Corona Hard Seltzers. What so more I could got, a man I, want? You don't need anything else more. And, and in fact, I don't even have a porch. I'm just going to put them right on the windowsill because I have such great ventilation in my apartment that my windowsills actually freeze <laughs> uh, when it gets this cold. Well, that's, a ring, that's a ring endorsement so for your I can uh, put them in the fridge. Landlord. I can put them in my windowsill, and I can be always one hand away from a Corona Hard Seltzer because it's the only hard seltzer made with Pure Beach Vibes with a refreshing splash of fruit flavors such as tropical lime, mango, cherry, and blackberry lime. Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment. In each can, Corona Hard Seltzer has zero carbs, zero sugar, 90 calories, and is gluten-free. Relax responsibly. Corona Hard Seltzer spike sparkling water imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. All right, boys. Every Friday, and I think just based on the things we're posting this week, it's possible Four Question Friday doesn't actually get posted until the weekend, and so yeah, you know that's fine. Magic, the magic of uh, of being content machines here. Uh-huh. So uh, I got four questions for you guys. We'll start out with this one. 
Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer joined NFL Network's Good Morning Football this week. And he said, and I'll just read you the quote here. Unequivocally, he's confident in his quarterback. Quote, Kirk is our guy. You know, he had a terrific year this year. We were fourth in the league on offense. Yardage. We have to get better on defense. We had a lot of injuries and young guys. That's my job to get it fixed. How much are you buying Mike Zimmer's notion that we love Kirk, I love Kirk, the offense is amazing, and it's all on me to fix the defense to catch up to where Kirk has brought us offensively. Well, I'm totally buying the fact that Mike is going to fall on the sword of it's my job to fix the defense because if he doesn't, he is going to be fired very soon. So I totally buy uh, part two of the quote that you just read. But again, I will tell you the same thing I told you about Justin Jefferson and his love for Kirk yesterday. In the media, what else are you going to say? Yeah, you know, I'm sort of souring on Kirk. And look, I mean, Kirk Kirk was a machine when it came to executing, especially after the one and five start, what what Zimmer wanted, which was what? Hand off to Delvin, it goes left. Hand off to Cook, it goes up the middle. And then sometimes it also goes right. So I'm totally buying that Mike loved the cyborg impact of the cousin's handoff machine that he basically built during the bye week. But I will also tell you that every one of, of these guys, I mean, you know what? Let's go back to Rick Spielman. I am not trading Percy Harvin. Rick Spielman, I am not trading Stefan Diggs. Bill Clinton, I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that woman. It means nothing. Hey, wait a second. Okay, the first two examples were things that they lied about and then they happened. The, the third example already happened and he was just trying to cover it up. All but right? I'm just telling you, don't believe what these people tell you. They are in big business or in Clinton's case, big politics. I did not put that quarterback under that contract. We could go that there. was Rick Spielman. Establish the run. We're gonna establish the run. We're gonna We're gonna pound the rock. Wait, that sounds dirty. I like Declan doing the Zimmer doing the Bill Clinton. That's on me. All right, Dex, what are, you, are you buying this? Are you buying Mike Zimmer's oh my God. His comments no, on Kirk No, he Cousins? despises quarterbacks. That's not named Teddy Bridgewater, okay? <laughs> this, there's one quarterback that, that has his heart, and it's Teddy Bridgewater. And I know how difficult it is to let someone go after they get your heart. But but Kirk or but Zimmer does not feel this way about Kirk Cousins. Deep down, he would love to have mm-hmm. Teddy back. He would love to have some horseshoe back. This is this is not his guy. I, uh, it's coach speak. I agree. I think, I, well, I, I will say this. I don't think he hates Kirk like... I think a couple of years ago, like the first when Kirk threw that interception on first down in the red zone against Green Bay at Lambeau Field, or that oh, might have been last year, I think was, early last or yes. 2019. Correct. I think he was legitimately ready to be done with Kirk Cousins. Then it's like, <laughs> dude, what are you doing? I think he's really, really happy with how Kirk responded post buy. I mean, Mike Zimmer clearly went to the coaching staff during the bye week and said, "Guys, we can't let this dude sabotage our season. He's thrown 11 interceptions." We're going to hand the ball off for two weeks and put him in timeout, and then and that's what happened. Then out of that stretch, Kirk started playing really well. So I think he's I think he's back on the Kirk bandwagon to some extent, uh, but but more importantly, I think someone got to Mike Rick Spielman or somebody got to Mike and said, "Listen, with Case Keenum, you could kind of throw him under the bus, and he was pretty tough minded, and he wouldn't really care." You can't do that with Kirk. Kirk gets really frustrated, and he gets in oh, his own yeah. head. He's known that for a while. You can't just get up at a podium or get in, go on NFL Network and savage or like make little sideways comments. You got to support Kirk Cousins as long as he's the quarterback. Yep. And I agree with that. By the way, like if you're 
if he's your guy, he's your guy, and you should support him, and you should try and do everything you can to 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 flank him with weapons and an offensive line and positive mental support. And so. if you say, you know what, guys, I'm going to be completely truthful. I really don't don't like Kirk. You basically then take a step towards sabotaging Kirk's value. Why would you do that? Sure, that's another fair point. All right, question number two here. This is courtesy of Judd from earlier in the week in our Vikings uh, talker bin. If you could make one major change with the Vikings offense, be it the quarterback or the philosophy or adding a left guard, whatever it is, you can only make one major change to the Vikings offense. What would that one change be? Um, Actually, it would not be Kirk because I I think the fundamental philosophy of how the offense runs right now is flawed. And so as a starting point, that would be my number one (laughs) thing. And I would actually say, look, Kirk makes enough that we need to put this on him. Like, it should not be, Dalvin's great, but this should not be on Dalvin Cook. This is not 1995. This offense should rotate around a couple of guys. Their names are Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson. And And if that means that I need to improve my offensive line enough to consistently protect my quarterback, then that's on me. But it needs to happen. But... As long as you are going to go with, we are going to run the football and establish the run, and we are going to e-clock, and we are going to have explosive plays, but I hope a lot of them are big runs by Dalvin. And on second and 18, our philosophy is going to be the same as it is on second and two. Think about what I just said. That's ba- that's true. That's backwards. <laughs> that's so, so, so ultimately, if you put it all on Kirk's plate, might you come to a day to say, this ain't working with Kirk? Absolutely. I need to find that out, though. It's a philosophical issue that the Vikings enjoy a style of offensive football that no longer wins games in this league consistently. What about you, Dex? One one change and one change only. I am drafting a wide receiver in the first round. I'm wow. trading up and I'm getting a dynamic wide receiver. Well, and, wow, and then you're dude. going in the direction and, I'm talking and about, you know baby. What? And it doesn't even have to necessarily be in the draft. Yeah. If, if you cut Julio Jones, if Atlanta cuts, I know they said they might be sticking with him now through the 2020 him and Matt Ryan. But like going, just go all in one year also on a veteran wide receiver that could be game changing. Make it a three deep situation like it used to be in 98. That's what I would do. I kind of love that. Like that's kind of the, like, you know, you should eat broccoli. You know that you should get an offensive line. But I mean, that falls but in there's line a then. Steak but sitting I'm over here. Eat a rare steak five days a yeah. week. Give me the red meat. <laughs> but that falls in line then with with basically embracing a scheme that takes guts. All right, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be broccoli guy here for a second because again, if it's if it's only one thing, he's checking down. I'm getting I'm getting one of the best guards. Uh, there's two great guards in free agency. Joe Thune is a left guard. Probably fifteen million dollars a year, and I don't know. It sounds like the cap's going to be about one hundred eighty-five million. It's going to come down like ten million. So you got to find money. But if I can upgrade from the worst left guard in the NFL to maybe the best or one of the five best left guards in the NFL, yep. that helps everything that I currently have. Um, now there should be some scheme changes. I love, love, love the idea of a third ridiculous wide receiver on this team. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat broccoli. Is I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the healthy thing here. Enjoy. Yeah. All right. Question number three for you guys. I had to sneak a cliche Super Bowl question in here, so okay. I'm going to. All yep. right. What would it take for people to eventually call Pat Mahomes the greatest quarterback of all time when it's all said and done? So Ooh. right now, Tom Brady has been to ten Super Bowls. He has won six of them, and the seventh one is pending here this weekend. And he leads the NFL in all sorts of statistical categories. You know, counting stats, and he might play a couple more years and rack up even more counting stats. 
he might play until he's 45. So what will it take at the end of two more decades or whatever for people to say Pat Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time? So it's not going to take as many Super Bowl appearances or wins as Brady has, in my opinion, for for that threshold to be reached. I think it would take probably, let's say, four, four to five championships. But here's the most important thing, and here's what Mahomes is doing actively that Brady never did. Brady is a winner, and he's fantastic. And as far as championships uh, go, he is a captain type. The DNA is phenomenal. That being said, Patrick Mahomes is actively going after championships and winning them by doing the same thing at a position that is incredibly difficult that Randy Moss did at receiver in 98. He's redefining the game. He's doing things we have not seen. He's making passes we have not seen from angles that he has no business making them from. Every time, I mean, the Super Bowl against the Niners last year, the majority of teams, no matter how good, would not have rallied to win. They just would have been dead, and that's fine. That's the norm. So I, I'm going to go with, uh, to give a specific answer to your question, Phil, I'm going to go with um, five championships, and that's all he needs because of what he has introduced to the game that I honestly believe we have n- not seen. And, and I talked about this on Conduits with Chip. I think Patrick Mahomes right now is among, for me, in my lifetime, the top five people who have changed the game and who I love to watch because I don't know what they can do next. I'm talking Gretzky-like. Have you ever seen Pat Mahomes play a bad football game? I've seen him make bad plays. I've never seen him play a bad football game. He always game. makes up for it at the end, right? I know. He's only lost like 10 I'm, games just, or something. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like, nine, like nine games. Yeah, seven or whatever it is. Yep. Uh, Dex, what, what, what about you? What would it take for people to say, all right, he's the GOAT? I think if he goes three-peat. So if he wins wow. tomorrow or wins on Sunday— Wins the Super Bowl on Sunday. That's like two it. in a row, and then he goes three. I mean, I mean, has anyone won a? Th- has anyone gone three in a row? I don't think we've had any because the Steelers won four in a decade, but it wasn't a three peat. So the Cowboys won two in a row. Yep. Patriots won three of four. Yep. Yeah. I would say it's. A, I would say it's a three peat for Patrick Mahomes if they can do it three times in a row, running it back with basically mm-hmm. patchwork offensive line and defense, and Mahomes literally carrying them. I think it's a three-peat. Boy, uh, I love that one. I, I think it's kind of a Jordan thing where if he can rack up like five championships without ever losing in a Super Bowl and people can say, look, he's undefeated in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady lost three Super Bowls. Um, but I think he also has to play at a high level and rack up counting stats until he's 40. Okay. So it's it's got to be longevity and, yeah. and peak greatness combined. And question number four here on this Four Question Friday. <laughs> Um, our friend Eric Eager on Twitter last night from Pro Football Focus shared a random NFL playoff game from YouTube that I watched like 20 minutes of. Well, it was a 1991 <laughs> AFC playoff game between the Steve DeBerg Chiefs and the Todd Marinovich Raiders. Oh, what Marinovich. old school playoff game are you now likely to go watch this weekend on YouTube? Oh, boy, I would probably go watch, um, I'm going to go to the late 80s, and I am Hmm. going to go with the drive between the Broncos and the Browns in Cleveland. Football. At the old Municipal Stadium. It's got everything. Big shoulder pads. It's got mud, right? Mud. Mud. Ugly field. Fumble. Key key play, key drive. Yeah, I'm going to go with... With that, you can't, by the way, you cannot go wrong. 80s into the early 90s, NFL's the greatest. 
love watching those old YouTube high, YouTube. I mean, highlights you got the Niners and you got early Elway and Washington. But the equipment, like the equipment just makes my day. Neck the, rolls. The old Brian Cox oh, yeah. brace, neck brace. He had like a board that, yeah, that like came a, out of like his, a, yeah. Straight up. It was like a stretcher. Pretty much. Like yeah. he could have just fa- fallen down and been like, hey, carry me off. Just pick him up and, yeah. What about you, Dex? Uh, it's it's two. It's a, it's a tie. It would be either my first football, like one of my first football memories is in the 2000 Vikings season. And I remember vividly watching the Vikings Saints game. <laughs> 2000s. You're such a uh, The divisional round game. I mean, that's like just my, like my earliest football memory. So I would love to just go watch that and see if anything I remember from that game. And then the other one would be fourth and 26 uh, Eagles and Packers in the divisional. Like that was 03. I was there. Or Freddie I Mitchell. was there. Freddie Mitchell, the people's champ. Lincoln. Financial field. So I would, I FedEx. Would, I would definitely uh, FedEx. be the two. I would go back and rewatch. This is pretty good. One of the worst blown coverages I've ever seen, and I've covered the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, they were like playing thirty yards off the line of scrimmage. It was very odd. It was like they Nick lost. Nick Barnett track. was was pinched too far up, and I believe uh, Bao Ju, who was the nickel corner, was too far back, and there was a perfect seam for McNabb to find FedEx. Yeah. All right, I would actually, you know, I, I would go. I'm going to go Vikings on this one. I haven't seen this game since I remember watching it live the 1997 season. And so this would have been the January 1998. The Vikings completed at the Meadowlands. Oh, the miracle. They came back down double digits with an onside kick inside like two and a half minutes. They needed a touchdown, an onside kick, and a field goal to win. And they got all of those things. And then they advanced. I think they got smoked by the Cowboys in the next round of the playoffs. But it kept, like it kept Denny Green's job intact, I think, and it then did. they drafted Randy Moss, and then the rest became history, flawed history. Yep. But I'd like to go You're back right. and watch that game this weekend, at least the end, just to see if it's if it's like onside kicks when they mattered. Man, though, that was fun. Just and, high speed collisions and concussions all over the and place. And you could get a bounce on that was the Meadowlands AstroTurf. Yes. Like if the old Metrodome and Meadowlands AstroTurf, like you could get a legit bounce on those. So, uh, so that's four question Friday, by the way, presented in part by Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Uh, Federated has been protecting business owners in the state of Minnesota for over 100 years based in Owatonna. They recently launched MyShield, the online client destination for risk management resources. Uh, just think about how helpful it would be as a business owner for you to have employee training at your fingertips, industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success. Go to federatedinsurance.com to find out more information about how MyShield can help protect you. Um, that's federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours. Boys, super pumped for this Super Bowl. Going to hunker down. It's going to be like minus 15 degrees here. Just going to buy like four orders of wings and drink some Corona hard seltzers. It's going to be an amazing, Just amazing four? Sunday. Just thought you buy more wings than that. I'm talking like the big platters. Okay. All right. Yeah. Might Those be one from home grocery store. Might be, a, might be a food coma and liver <laughs> I was coma. Say, I know. Monday needs to be a national holiday. Yeah, Let's just be frank for a second. I was say Phil's not going to make it to the studio on Monday. <laughs> or, or if he does, he won't be in the studio. I'm just going to roll out of bed and turn my home, home broadcast kit on. All right. That's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. Please click the subscribe button on our YouTube page and give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple. It helps spread the word, and we'll see you next time.